Your health is a hot topic today, and the conversation always seems to lead back to your nutrition. So why is nutrition so important to your health? Over time, your cells need to replace themselves, but they can only work with the materials you give them through your diet. If you provide your body with the proper materials, your cells will reproduce better and stronger. That is why nutritionists and experts worldwide recommend eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables promote your body's systems and help them work at their very best. Balance of Nature is the fastest and easiest way to get the nutrition you need from fruits and vegetables every day. Don't wait to see what adding fruits and vegetables to your diet can do for you. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code Kate. The only virus we're fighting is gullibility. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I've been in the media ever since to educate you guys the current genocidal attempt and murderous attempts of Anthony Fauci, the NIH, the FDA, the CDC are all using remdesivir the same way that they used gas chambers to destroy people in Germany. This is how they're doing it and perpetuating those deaths, using a drug in hospital. Remdesivir, in six months, the safety board pulled remdesivir from the study, a one-year study, because it killed more people than any of the other three drugs. This was going to be the drug choice. Why? Because it would actually make COVID-19 look more deadly than it really was. One other disgusting thing, Anthony Fauci and our federal health agencies bought up all of the reserves and stock of this experimental drug in 2020. We didn't even let another country have it till the end of October 2020. Do you want to know why America had the most deaths during 2020 in this pandemic than any other country? We were the only country treating people with remdesivir proven to cause acute kidney failure, multiple organ failure, septic shock and hypotension, all of which are lethal. This was the great setup. So they set this up so that they can murder people then convince you people were dying of COVID-19. They didn't die of COVID-19, they actually died from remdesivir poisoning causing acute kidney failure. Hi there, welcome, Kate Daly's show. I know, I lost my voice. <laughs> um, so, I, it is me, I just lost my voice. What can I say, four hours of live radio yesterday. Um, and uh, also I welcome you, that was Dr. Brian Artis and uh, warning people about remdesivir, remdesivir. And I know this too because I actually got my husband out of the hospital alive after three days in the ICU when we refused their uh, deadly protocol and uh, just put him on vitamin C and D and zinc and high doses and budesonide and we were good to go. And uh, the hospitals of course won't learn from that because they're told to do a protocol call that's deadly. I welcome you to the show and uh, appreciate all of those words. And we have such a wonderful guest for you in this hour. I'm always excited to talk to Dr. Rashid Batar because last time we were on the show, uh, Dr. Batar, you just blew people's minds and you do this on a regular basis. You have wonderful videos out there and uh, you have been educating people since the beginning on this. And I have to credit you with saving a lot of lives out there for people to understand the mask and how deadly that is and also uh, just everything you've been doing. I welcome you to the program and thank you all at the same time for all that you've done. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate those kind words. Well, uh, it's a wonderful to have you. And also, I just want you guys to know uh, a little bit about Dr. Batar. Um, uh, he is a DO, medical toxo- uh, toxicology specialist, right? Over 30 years? Uh, well, I was trained in general surgery and uh, trauma medicine, but I started uh, doing non-conventional therapies probably. I started my office. It's over 20 years ago, so, but wow. uh, my formal training was in general surgery and trauma surgery at right. Sam. Yeah, That's, uh, U.S. Military, start in medicine. U.S. Military Brigade Surgeon, Chief of uh, Department of Emergency Medicine, right? At the start, and then now it's yep. center. Yeah, you're coming in and out just a little bit. I'm getting some interference on the phone. Sorry about that. Uh, There's a little bit of a delay, but Center for Advanced Medicine and Clinical Research, really appreciate you. Um, can you give me sort of the, uh, what, what you are uh, talking about now with people, what you're trying to get them to understand about what we're doing 20 months into this? I still can't believe we're 20 months into this, but um, about the masks, about the vaccine, about this whole, this whole pl- uh, plan of theirs uh, with this whole COVID-19. What do you want people to know, Dr. Batar? What are you warning people about right now? The most. I should say. Well, I don't think that the yeah, I don't think the the warning has really changed. But there's another component to this. That, um, I don't think a lot of people are discussing. In fact, I just had an email from a good friend of mine, Dr. Brewster, and um, you know, it, this is something that I want people to understand. You cannot have the new that comes in. You can't have that evolutionary process of things getting better and more abundant until the old is put to rest. Right. And a process, which is what everybody wants, they want the better, faster machine. They want the higher, you know, um, Oops, you're, want you're cutting out. The, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think this is a because it's an internet-based thing. I, I can call you on a. Oh, that'd be great. If you can call, yes, call from another line. Call that same number. Yes, please call from another line so uh, we can get you. Because I want, I want to make sure people can can hear you for sure. Call the same exact number. Sure. Thank you. I'll call you right back. All right, uh, Doctor Batar has been amazing. He was the one that did the uh, mask, uh, the masking up. You know, when when they first started saying we had to wear them, and he said there's a reason that surgeons wear them for limited times during surgery because you're standing over like an open cavity. <laughs> you know, you don't want anything going into the the field of where the surgeon is working, and uh, and so he was trying to warn people that you would never wear a mask. All the time, eight hours a day outside, all this crazy because you the doctors wear them for a specific reason, and that's why that's why they work, but not for the general public. Hi, Doctor Bashar. Here we go. There we go. Is yes. it better? Okay. Yes. yes. Thank you. Is it better? Yes. Thank you. So you were talking about uh, Doctor Bruce. Uh, um, what is his last name? It just slipped my mind. Doctor Lipton. Lipton. Doctor yes. Lipton. Yeah. Thank you. So he said, yeah. He sent me a message today, an email, and we were talking about this. Um, and it's something that I've talked about in my lectures and he's talked about in his lectures, and that's basically the evolutionary process, which is characterized, even though everybody wants that better, faster, uh, higher-functioning component, uh, they some, to, some tend to forget that that evolutionary process is characterized by a process or a period of growth, and that 
period of growth can be very tumultuous. It can be difficult. It can be downright painful. And I think that's where we're in right now from an evolutionary standpoint in human history. This is a very exciting time to be alive because this is the when they talk about the end of times. Well, this actually is the end of times, but it's not the end of times that people tend to think about doom and gloom and the planet's going to be over. Mm-hmm. It's the end of this era of this, you know, whatever it has been. It seems like it could be a couple thousand year cycle. And now the new, uh, better civilization is about to emerge. But in order for that better civilization to emerge, the old has to go. And, and we're seeing that their agenda, whatever their agenda was, you know, I think they were realizing that they had little time left and they accelerated everything. I think some of mm-hmm. these things have been going on probably for, um, you know, decades, if not centuries, maybe even longer. Who knows? But that's what people have to remember. You know, I'm not really at this point. People either get it or they don't get it. Right. And if they don't get it, then for those people, you know, it, it's it's a I don't know what to say. Sometimes I. Uh, I look at how people are responding and how blindly they're following the right. path to their own self-destruction. And at those points, you know, I have, I'm not a cynical person typically, but mm-hmm. I look at that and sometimes I think, well, maybe just maybe Bill Gates was onto something about this population control because there's just too many stupid people alive. <laughs> and maybe that's what, you know, if, if people are really willing to blindly right. follow, then at at some point you have to, you have to say, you know, I, every piece of information has been given to you. The, right. the research has been presented. The data is in front of you. And it's so rampant. You know, you'd have to choke on that amount of data. And if they still don't get it, then, you know, they're just too stupid to be alive in the first place. And I, and I know that people are going to, you know, right. yell and scream, and mm-hmm. I can't believe you said that, Dr. Trump. But that's basically what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. You know, nature has a way of eliminating those that are, are weak. Okay, mm-hmm. And if we are as a species weak, if that's the mindset that's going to go, that you blindly follow uh, your murderers into your own doom, like the, like what happened in World War II, right? There were right. people that were led into those gas chambers and told that this is for a betterment, you'd be moved to a, a safer area or whatever, but no, you have to strip your clothes down and walk into these gas chambers. And, you know, there were some that did that. There were a lot that did that, and they met their demise. But there were many others that fought, they resisted, they escaped, mm-hmm. they ran. And those are the ones that are alive today to tell the history of what really happened then. Well, right. it's the same thing today, that if you are going to be that blind and that stupid to just follow whatever is being said, even though the research and the science and the data is mm-hmm. clear, mm-hmm. but you're going to believe some person that's sitting up there on their high horse uttering a load of rubbish and believe right. it, you know, that, then I don't know what else to say. Then you deserve the outcome. You know, it's like yeah. literally walking right into the propeller blade of a freaking jet engine. You right. can't complain about it. It's so uh, you know, you've been given all the information. You've been given the resources. You've been given the data. Common sense. It, it, it even defies normal, logical, sequential thought processes. This is so fundamental. Like, oh, you have to wear a mask when you right. walk into a restaurant, but then suddenly when you sit down, you're magically now safe and you can take your mask off and you can eat. If people really believe that that's based on science, then right. 
I don't know. What- no, you're right. I talked about uh, I hosted Alex Jones and I talked to I talked about the fears. The leftists are afraid of germs and that the climate's going to kill you off every decade, the end of every decade, and that people will act like animals if not completely controlled by the government. But on the right, our fears are government can't be trusted. Right. And this is typical fears. Things, you know, the elite's going to crash the economy, that the deep state exists as an enemy of liberty. Only history only supports the one set of those fears is true. <laughs> And so if you if you can't look at history or you turn a blind eye to history because only one set is true and only one set of fears is actually going to harm you. And that would be government. So to trust government blindly is what you're saying is absolutely asinine. And I get what you're saying. I think a lot of people are actually thinking what you're saying. Um, and uh, and, you not know, so, might be the case. Not even just, just it's not just the government, though. It's anybody who right. blindly follows anything. And, you know, this thing with the left and the, with the right, I talk in those terms, too, the left and the right. Yes. But in actuality, it's they, there is no left and the right. That's just a perpetuating a myth to try to create more conflict, right? It's yeah, I agree. Left against right, Democrats against mm-hmm. Republican, black against white, yep. rich against poor, tall against short, fat against skinny. They're just trying to push the agenda. Muslim against Christian, Christian against you. Yes. They're trying to create conflict so that while we're in the middle fighting and arguing, and all the smoke is going on there just in the background. They get away with it. Yeah, exactly. 100%. We talk about this all the time on the show. Uh, they're all in this uh, behind the scenes. If you've noticed, all legislators and senators are staying very silent on the question of liberty and mandates and things like that. And so, yes, they all work behind the scenes together. Um, but we have been, uh, you know, uh, we think we're divided into these two camps. It's just funny the fears that we that we have um, with history and what it supports. But we're going to come right back. And I know you probably have a few things to let the audience know. Uh, we're going to both be at WeConnect.net, the Liberty Conference. If you can attend, get the online tickets to watch because you're going to want to watch Dr. Rashad Batar talk about these things and uh, in more detail. But I'll be right back with him. Don't go anywhere. KateDallyRadio.com live today on a Friday. Be right back. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. 
Hi, this is Kate. Make sure and go to preparewithkate.com. Preparewithkate.com. You're going to get special deals from my Patriot Supply and a payment plan. Isn't that amazing? You can do this on payments, which makes it easier on the budget. But make sure you have a food supply. Make sure you're um, adding to that food supply. All you need to do is go to preparewithkate.com. Thanks, you guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. My country says of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. Hi there. Welcome back. That's Abby Anderson, Let Freedom Ring, one of my favorite versions of that song. And she was only 17 when she recorded that. Um, I welcome you back. I've got an amazing guest, and so we'll get right to him. But I just wanted to mention, go to MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell and I have partnered up, and he's been amazing to this show uh, for Truth and Radio. We're one of the only shows that is not corporate-owned in America right now. And so to keep this show on the air, uh, you've been so helpful, and I would appreciate continued support at MyPillow.com. Put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and you will get uh, 66% off on all of their amazing products, which make great Christmas gifts, too. Um, so make sure that you are ordering at MyPillow.com as you're helping Mike Lindell out the election fraud. And then also you're helping Truth and Radio. Really appreciate that. Code Kate, K-A-T-E. My guest is Dr. Uh, Rashid Batar. I'm really happy to have him on the air with me because I think he is just one of the most solid, outspoken individuals on this entire situation right now. And, uh, and I wanted to ask you, about the vaccine, what do you want to give people the thoughts on on your thoughts, uh, Dr. Batar, on the shot? Well, first of all, when you look at the makeup of the vaccine and you look at what the definition of a vaccine is, and if you talk to any patent attorney, you will find that it, it it's like calling a a dog um, a plow. There's nothing. <laughs> about a dog that you could mistake as as a plow and yet that's exactly what they're doing because there's nothing even close to a vaccine it's actually a biological modifying aging it's a, it's, a, it's a biological therapy is what that is so that's just from a basic definition standpoint mm-hmm. but what they are calling this as a vaccine you remember a vaccine is designed to create an uh, an a, a, uh, antibody response or it basically learns that there's a certain signature that's coming in and that signature the antigen or the haptin or whatever that foreign body is, it's designed to create a, a memorized ability to create the antidote to that pathogen, that, to that mm-hmm. antigen, to that haptin. That's called an antibody. Well, in this particular case, what they're using and calling it, calling it a vaccine is actually this messenger RNA technology. And even the person who developed this technology has been disturbed and has been uh, outspoken to a certain extent about the things that he finds disturbing, and that's uh, Dr. Robert Malone. But it's the nature of what they're injecting into the body. So this messenger RNA technology, essentially, remember, if you go back to ninth grade high school biology, RNA is nothing more than the mechanism that the body utilizes to repair and rewrite the blueprint of the body. So the blueprint of the body is stored in the DNA. The RNA mm-hmm. helps to repair or rewrite that DNA when needed. And so what we're doing is we're actually changing the morphological characteristics of what makes us human. And the, the premise behind this whole thing is that, oh, this goes in and then um, creates an, uh, an immunity, if you will, mm-hmm. whereas, in fact, there's nothing that it does 
to do the immune system whatsoever. It's actually introducing a foreign substance, a spike protein, that the researchers, including the person who developed messenger RNA technology, have been disturbed by. And the thing that disturbs them the most is that there's a peak of the spike protein, which is actually a toxin in itself, that peaks at 72 hours and of all the parts of the body. Why would it peak in the ovaries of a woman? Right. Because it's being introduced into the deltoid muscle, but it's peaking in a female at 72 hours. And I don't know where it's peaking in a male, but I would assume, uh, I would probably have had to venture a guess, probably in the testicles or somewhere um, close to the testicles, because I believe that this is all to do with population control. And mm-hmm. if a certain number of people die from the inoculation, well, that's just an added benefit because you're decreasing the population that much faster. But those that don't die, then it's going to at least sterilize them so they can't reproduce. I think that's really what the agenda is. Whether or not it is or not, I don't know. I think that's what it is because mm-hmm. the more you learn about this, there's no mistakes. And it's like it's, it's so sinister at this point and it's so blatant at this point that they're, I think, counting on most people to – Right. I mean, I would think that that uh, common sense would dictate that a person not do this. But when you start to study history and, you know, this has been discussed before, history has a tendency to repeat itself. And if you go back to the Third Reich and you look at um, the, you know, basically how they operated and what Mm -hmm. the propaganda was, the propaganda was all about pushing an agenda that people would not even suspect. Right. But there's a way to do it. It's very blatant. And I think his name was Goebbels. I'm trying to... Joseph yes. Goebbels. Yes. Uh, and, and I don't know if you've probably heard his uh, his quote, but in case people haven't, I'm going to repeat it because I find that this particular quote of, of his is so instrumental in understanding really what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the quote is essentially about how one lies and how you go about telling a lie. And it's talking about the government. I'm, I'm just seeing if I can pull it up really quickly. My sure. internet's moving about as fast as pond water moves. So you know, <laughs> it's not but, a problem. It's uh, not a problem. But you know, I think too, um, people want to know also if they have uh, remorse over taking the shot. Can you actually get rid of the effects? Which I don't think you can. Um, but can you limit those two? And so I know you're searching for this quote because I want to hear this again. Um, but I think people have those questions all the time. I mean, I'm getting them an email, and uh, what do they do? You know, how do you how do you get rid of this? Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, I I agree with you. We had our advanced medicine conference in May and at the end of May in South Dakota. Mm -hmm. And there were doctors actually that came up and asked me, well, you know, I had to take the vaccine. So what do I do to get it out? Or and, you know, I I just told people you can't get it out. And they're like, wait a second, Dr. Sorry, you're like, you know, you're Dr. Detox and you did. Yeah. I, I can take anything out of the body that's not supposed to be there. But this is not something that is occurring naturally. This is something that is going in. It's like a domino. You push the trigger once you hit the worst domino, and there's a cascade that's going on. RNA rewrites DNA. You're going in, and you're introducing something that's going in there and literally changing on a moment-by-moment basis. It's a, it's a dynamic, changing uh, phenomenon. It's not something that's static. You're not putting in a pathogen or a toxin that's, static and then mm-hmm. you take it out it's not like that it changes as soon as you introduce it to the body it's not starting to replicate it's it's literally like a virus i mean it's right. replicating and, and creating a problem a cascade that i have no idea if there is a way to negate it you know i've heard people talk about different things with these mm-hmm. different pine tree bark mm-hmm. uh teas concoctions mm-hmm. uh, maybe 
yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe some of that stuff has some benefit, but mm-hmm. certainly not from a medical standpoint is it going to negate uh, something that's rewriting your DNA. It's just absolutely impossible. So uh, it's designed to, from what it appears, it's just designed mm-hmm. to first and foremost reduce the lymphocyte population, the, the white blood cell count, by at least 20 to 25%. Then the booster shots are usually administered at eight weeks, which is basically the cycle for the lymphocytes to be reproduced. So it appears that the second cycle... Uh, of the booster of this so-called vaccine is actually designed that when the new white blood cells are being reproduced to hit the system at that point, so it's taking down 20 to 25% of the white blood cell count initially, and then the second round is designed to take out another 20 to 25%. So you're down to half of your immune system by de- definition at the get-go. And then each of these sequential booster shots, mm-hmm. it appears they're designed to further reduce the immune system and render a person susceptible and at the same time, with, within these vaccines, there are various strands of DNA that are being introduced into the body of various bacteria and viruses, including uh, strands that are very reminiscent of HIV mm-hmm. that are designed to further suppress the person's uh, ability to, um, to, to, to basically have an immune response. And right. that's the most disturbing, that people don't, uh, have a chance once they've taken the vaccine. And if you have a second vaccine, your chances are exponentially not lower. I know that some people are going to be resilient to it to a certain extent, and I think that also uh, the first set of vaccine was not given 100%. I think there was like a, you know, yes. there was a higher... Like a diluted. Saline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, diluted version. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. But then after the diluted version, you know, then what happens? And that's I think that's what's the issue, because... The second time it's given, it's not as diluted. The third time right. it's not as diluted. And so that's what's really caused are, the problem. Are people getting sick, the, the unvaccinated, from the vaccinated? You know, are the people that are unvaccinated causing the people... Or no, are they the getting sick? Are, the, are they getting sick? sick from the vaccinated? Are the vaccinated giving off things that are hurting the unvaccinated or maybe giving them uh, a certain strains of pneumonia or anything like that? Yeah, I think that the vaccinated certainly are creating a bigger problem. There's this viral shedding aspect going on. And, of course, that's the narrative that they're trying to say, that the unvaccinated are causing this problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just, again, defies total logic. If you think about it, if if a person's been vaccinated, to me, you know, if you've been vaccinated and you're worried about somebody who's not vaccinated, what the hell are you worried about? Because the vaccine supposedly works. <laughs> exactly. So you can't have arguments. It, it, if your vaccine works, then you have nothing to worry about. And if the vaccine, and if you are have something to worry about, that means that you believe that the vaccine doesn't work. So for a person that's been vaccinated, they're already in a conundrum. For a person who's unvaccinated, yes, is there a risk from being around people that are vaccinated? I certainly think that there is a risk. I think that there's some concerns that people have to have and um, be aware of it, this viral shutting aspect. I've had so many women that are, uh, that whose spouses have been inoculated and they themselves have not they've never had a problem with the periods they've always been regular in the periods mm-hmm. no menstrual issues and then as soon as their uh, husbands have gotten vaccinated within two three weeks suddenly they start having all these health problems and this is a phenomenon of the viral shedding so i don't know to what extent it's going to cause problems but as far as for the the narrative that the so-called president of the united states is trying to tell people that the 25% of the population that has been unvaccinated is causing the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that logic is basically... Yeah, it, I don't believe... 
I don't believe anything King Fraudalot and Hormala say, so I, I can't even imagine believing a single word out of their mouths. But they are the puppetry for those that run the world right now, and it's kind of amazing. Uh, it's 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 so contradictory. Everything was so set in motion before uh, they even named COVID. They had this uh, monstrosity of a shot on the production line before they ever named it the big mystery, right? The big mystery disease, kind yep. of insane. Yeah, yeah. It's- it's, it's, it's pretty amazing that so many of these things were already, they, they were already set in motion mm-hmm. before. Like you look at event 201, right. you know, you look at the patents that were issued in COVID-19. If COVID is natural, then how can you issue a patent on it? Right. And that was the first video that I did back in April of 2020 that had 9.2 million views in you know, yeah. six Huge. days. But, um, it, you know, this comes down to the censorship issue, too. And there's a, history dictates if you look at history, history dictates that those that were censored were always on the right side of history. Mm-hmm. Those who do the censoring are always on the wrong side. Right. Oh, 100%. And I do. I worry about what these shots are, are doing spiritually. I worry about what they're doing. I, I know that Carrie Madej, Dr. Carrie Madej, found some interesting things in the slides. Um, were you able to kind of look at that, too, as far as what was in the shot? Yeah, we have... Uh, We've put some videos out where people had sent in what they had, uh, what they had found, and mm-hmm. there's, there's some disturbing things in there. Uh, you know, the, all the particulars. It seems like there's different. Some of the different things in um, in the shots, um, the the particulate matter, the me- metallic components. Um, but you know, there's so much in there that people don't talk about. For example, uh, glyphosate, the weed killer, right? Roundup, mm-hmm. what Roundup doing? or the graphene oxide component. Right. And then, of course, there's, there's so many different things in there. Who knows what's going in there? I don't trust anything that's being inoculated. Into, Me I, I mean, I haven't had a, a shot in my body since 1993, and I won't do it. And it doesn't matter whether, oh, it's just a flu shot or right. it's a COVID shot. It doesn't matter trust what's in there. We're, we're going to come right back. Don't go anywhere. Flip side of the break. Quick break. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Hi, this is Kate, and I just wanted to let you know about a new product that I fell in love with, and I want you to have it too, and you can get a special deal on it right now. It's a wonderful sanitizer that really cleans, hospital grade, they use electricity to do it, and it's really natural, and it's not sticky, it doesn't have alcohol in it, it's just an amazing new product, and it's concentrated, so you actually get tons of bottles of it for a really low price and it stores well for prepping. So I would highly recommend this and get it while you can. Um, instead of $250, you can grab it for 44 bucks. This is at the bottom of my homepage. You can find the the little ad on the, on the bottom of my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Click on it. You'll love this product. We need a new kind of clean. To do that, Clean Start combines two of nature's most powerful forces, water and electricity, to produce electrolyzed water, or HOCL. HOCL is your body's first internal response after an infection or trauma. In fact, it's significantly more effective at killing bacteria, viruses, mold and mildew than bleach or other household cleaners. Clean Start's globally patented tablet-based hand sanitizer turns any quart of tap water into FDA-approved alcohol-free hand sanitizer and registered wound care solution to a new kind of clean. Clean Start. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. 
This is the Kate Daly Show. My native country, the land of the north. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show here. I'm happy to uh, be here, too. Uh, you can go to the website. All of our wonderful sponsors are there. Clean Start, that brand new uh, cutting-edge uh, hand sanitizer that's actually uh, great for wound care. It's hospital-grade. It's amazing. And uh, you can go get that. All those sponsors are right on the bottom of the homepage. And I suggest that you visit them. Uh, My Pillow and Balance of Nature. We have the, I handpick the sponsors of the show because um, they support Liberty and they are wonderful products. Um, so make sure you go to katedallyshow.com or katedallyradio.com and get a hold of those sponsors, get a hold of those products specifically, because those are really products that I believe in and that I take myself and do myself. Um, and of course, I have Dr. Uh, Rashid Batar with me. And what an amazing voice. I'm serious. I've been wanting him back on for so long. I'm really happy he's joining me. We're both going to be at We Can Act Liberty Conference in Salt Lake next weekend. And I'm really appreciative of everything that he is doing in the name of health and actually acting like an actual doctor um, because, you know, right now, many of the doctors in America are following the NIH protocol, the Fauci-Kevorkian protocol uh, that I call it. And at least at least Kevorkian smiled and asked permission, but, uh, but the hospitals are following this very closely because they're removed from liability according to the PREP Act if they stick to their protocol, the Fauci special with Remdesivir severe 100%. They can't deviate off of it. So once you go into a hospital, they have to ride the COVID train. Then they also get paid for doing that. And I wanted to ask you as a doctor, Dr. Batar, I notice that, you know, you're, I know you're seeing these doctors and, and what they're doing. Um, and I don't know how you could turn a blind eye or not ask, hey, my death rate is high. Maybe it's this new experimental drug called remdesivir that failed the Ebola study. How come doctors are not asking these questions? Well, when you get the answer to that one, uh, that'll be two of us that know what the answer is. Because as far exactly. as I'm concerned, if a doctor, you know, to say that it was because of liability or this or that, if a doctor is going to use liability or if a doctor is going to listen to the NIH protocol or any protocol for that matter, that especially when it's leading to death, and if they're not willing to use their own brains, it's time for them to leave the profession and find something else. And this yes. excuse that doctors have to do it, or this is what they, I'm so tired about hearing about that garbage because. You know, you make a mistake, okay, bad information gets out there. Lawyer makes a mistake, uh, accountant makes a mistake, whoever makes a mistake, those are mistakes that can be rectified. It's a cost of dollars and cents. But when a doctor makes a mistake or a doctor fo- follows an opinion or a protocol mm-hmm. blindly without understanding what's happening, the consequences of those things, then it's the doctor, should, they should be held liable. And I'm not talking about liable from a fine standpoint. I'm talking about from a death squad standpoint. Yeah. Because there's an ethics that's being breached here, and when you start to – you know, I believe that the work of a physician is holier than that of a holy person, all right? Mm-hmm. They're taking care of the creator's ultimate design. And if they are not willing to do what they swore an oath to do, then they need to get the hell out of the profession and make way for somebody else that's willing to do that. So yeah. this, is a, this, this is unconscionable. This is the greatest. Whatever these bastards are doing mm-hmm. to the mankind, physicians that are going along with it, they're a lot worse. They are a thousand times worse. Why? Because they know the science, they know the medicine, and they know how to think. And if they're still following this blindly, you know, I had three doctors that were attacking me before I got completely deplatformed from all the social media channels. And CNN just interviewed me last week. Hmm. And of course, you know, I told them point blank. I said, I know, I know why, you, why, you, um, mm-hmm. why you're interviewing me. I said, because you know that I was pulling more traction 
myself than you guys were uh, right. as far as you know people following me. I had he says, well, we know you had 1.2 million followers on YouTube, and I said I had a hell of a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. But that that was all that was being shown before the shadow banning was taking place, and the uh, the uh, agenda at hand was that they don't want doctors that are speaking out against this. Well, there were three doctors before the uh, before that uh, deplatforming occurred that were attacking me, two very viciously and one not so viciously, but still, you know, pointing mm-hmm. out that, oh, well, this doctor um, is not really in the hospital. This doctor doesn't even know what he's talking about. This doctor is a quack. He does treatments that are not conventional, that are not accepted, blah, blah, that are not peer-reviewed. Okay, so they're just land blasting me. I didn't really respond to any of those things. But what's interesting is that the two that were very outspoken in talking about how important the vaccination was, they took the vaccines, and guess what? what? They're both dead now. So, wow. I, you know, I kind of, one, one was a guy in Miami, in OBGYN, and then there was another one out of New York. But I kind of thought to myself, when, in fact, the CNN interviewer uh, was talking to me, he said, well, I've taken the vaccine. He goes, I think you're crazy. I, sh- I, t- I wanted to say, well, I think you're crazy for taking the vaccine. But he said, well, I think you're crazy, and you're telling me that I've got a time bomb inside me? Is that what you're telling me? Because I took the vaccine. And I said, look, I'll tell you what, I'm not telling you anything, but I'll, I'll be happy to meet with you in two or three years and see how you're doing. Because I really don't think Jeez. that he's going to be around. I think that when people have had the vaccine, mm-hmm. especially if they have the second one, I think there is literally a time bomb going on. Whether mm-hmm. it's a bomb that's going to be initiated within a certain duration or there's a trigger that they're waiting for like dr Merritt talks about this being a biological weapon i, right. I think i agree with her mm-hmm. i think that there is going to be it's kind of like when you bake a cake you've got eggs and you've got flour and you've got milk and you've mm-hmm. got all these different ingredients and then you throw them together and then we put them in the oven and it gets to a certain temperature then you start baking a cake by itself it's nothing so i think some of these things are actually we know by themselves they are something but when you turn up the temperature or when you elicit or release some chemtrail i don't know what what You're the trigger right. would be but then it activates it, and then you're going to see people dying like flies. And, of course, they're going to blame it on the, you know, right now it's a Delta variant. Then there'll be the next variant, and there'll be the next variant. And if there's no variants, guys. Mutations of viruses don't get stronger. They get weaker. That's why we've been able to survive on this planet so long, because we are a viral uh, evolutionary process. If it wasn't for viruses, we wouldn't evolve. A virus allows yeah. our systems to understand and adapt to the environment. So what they're saying is completely against how really things work. It's completely against science. Now, when the trigger is released and they start blaming it on this variant and that variant, you can be certain that it's because of these triggers that are being initiated and taking the latent dormant component within those people. The, the vaccine will kill certain numbers of people and the rest of them it's lying dormant in. And when it's triggered, that's when people are going to die. That's one reason I don't care what kind of freaking inoculation it is, whether it's COVID or non-COVID, it's a flu shot, it's a herpes zoster shot. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's not going to my body. Yeah, amen to that. And uh, will it ignite cancer? Judy Mikovits, who's been on the show many times, has said, yeah, I, I think it will. I think it's putting a blowtorch on cancer inside the body. And uh, and also, is well, it I'll a drip you, system? I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you the facts on cancer very simply, because that's what we deal with. We've been treating cancer non-conventionally now for over a quarter of a century. I've got patients from 94 countries that come to us wow. for cancer. In fact, I'm about to release a cancer series in the next couple of weeks that's going to basically give all the questions a person could ever answer or could ever want answered by patients themselves that have gone through our treatment program along with the 211-page book. So I'll tell you what it does to cancer. I've had two patients now that after two rounds of treatment, completely clean lymphocyte subpopulations, immune systems are kicking, they're they're no longer cachectic, they're no longer having problems, they look healthy, the epitome of healthy, the stage 4 cancer patients, typical response to our, to our protocols. Mm-hmm. They're doing very well. 
and they don't even look like they have cancer. And lo and behold, I have no idea why, they went and got the COVID shot, and within two weeks, cancer was lit up on their wow. entire system. In fact, both patients, well, one of the patients said to my staff, I wish somebody had told me, it's like, how can you come <sighs> to our clinic and not know that I'm against the, the vaccine? Yeah. Nobody oh in our clinic gosh. wears a, a mask. Nobody has ever worn a mask. Nobody, you know, I mean, we, we carry on business just like usual. Right. And again, we have the world's most immunocompromised patients because cancer, by definition, is somebody that, who sure. doesn't have an immune system. If you had an intact immune system, you can't get cancer. So now they're giving people this vaccine, and it is going to literally rape the immune system. And it's, if somebody's got cancer, uh, it's going to accelerate whatever is there. And Amen. Kate, I don't want to change subjects in mid-stride, but I want to read this quote because okay. this comes right down to really what's happening. Okay. This, this quote from Joseph Goebbels, this is exactly what's happening right now. He was the chief propagandist, the, the minister of propaganda for the Third Reich during World War II. And he was the chancellor of Germany for only one day after Hitler committed suicide, supposedly. Uh, he took over for one day before he killed himself and his family. His quote that's a tribute to him is that if you tell a lie big enough, and keep repeating right. it, people will eventually come to believe it. That's exactly what's happening right now. Exactly. The lie can be maintained only for such time as the state can shield the people from the political, economic, and or military consequences of the lie. It thus becomes vitally important for the state to use all of its powers to repress dissent, for the truth is the mortal enemy of the lie, and thus by extension the truth is the greatest enemy of the state. And that's exactly Amen. the situation we're in right now. That is right? so true. Biden named me and a couple of other colleagues of mine uh, as the most dangerous people because we were perpetuating misinformation. This is what he put out. This is what he did in a press conference about six weeks ago. Now, let me give you an example of this misinformation that he's talking about. In July uh, 9th to July 15th, every week the CDC and the VAERS, the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, they put out data to show how many people have died from COVID and how many people have died from the vaccine. So VAERS reported... In, from the July 9th to July 15th time frame for that week, VAERS reported 1,949 people died from the vaccine. At the same period, for the same period, CDC reported 1,919 people that died from COVID. Now, we know that people that died from COVID, those numbers are artificially inflated, and we know that the numbers dying from the vaccine are underinflated. Mm -hmm. But even with that overinflation and underinflation, for the first time from July 9th to July 15th, VAERS reported more deaths from the, from the vaccine than the CDC reported from COVID. And so I talk about the government's numbers, that more people are dying from the treatment yep. than from the, from the problem. I mean, does it make any sense oh, to take a, 100%. a solution that's going to kill you, that has the higher chances of killing you than the problem itself? Oh, and we know yeah. that the chances of surviving COVID are 99.97%. Right. You have a 2,700% higher chance of dying in a motor vehicle accident than from COVID. So it is absolutely ridiculous for anybody to go running getting a vaccine. And I, I just, it still defies logic, but if literally we come back to the same spot. If people are that stupid, mm -hmm. then, you know. Totally healthy people poning it up for, for that. Yeah. It's almost amazing to me. And by the way, the hospitals, the CDC told the hospitals, you can't count a person as vaccinated until 14 days after the last shot, yeah. the multiple shots. And so a lot of people are going yeah. in with these effects and then they're not even being counted in that category. Right. So yeah. then they, and yeah. then they say that all the people that are in the hospital that, that are getting COVID are unvaccinated people, right. people that have gotten the vaccine. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's so fraudulent. It's so beyond. It's just like the quote you gave. It's such a big whopper of a lie that even when I was in the hospital, I asked uh, a doctor to uh, explain COVID to me and the person couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. And he said, finally, well, you know, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Um, so it's very elusive, apparently. And, uh, and that's why this has been so frustrating because there's so many things. What's up is down and down is up. So every time they give something in the media, know that it's the exact opposite of what they're saying, right? Yep. Yep. So beyond frustrating, but I'm glad that you're on this. I'm glad that you're talking about all these things. You know, they they uh, they have smallpox in the um, the laboratories, especially like in Atlanta. They have it uh, over in Russia, and it surprised me when they came out with an FDA. The FDA came out with, oh, we have a treatment for smallpox now. Now smallpox has been eradicated. No one has it apparently, but they have come out with a new treatment. And so, what's next, Doctor uh, Batar? What are we going to see next on the forefront? Because because they have these, they've been working on them. Are they going to come up with a gain-of-function weaponized smallpox next? Yeah, I think they're going to come up with any agenda that they possibly can to create more confusion for people. They're already talking about the climate, uh, right. you know, the, the global warming, and, and that's going to be the next reason that people are going to have to stay home. I mean, I, I think that people need to focus on three things. One, understand and recognize that you are a sovereign being and that you have to, if you rely on anyone else for your health and for your wellness and for your mm-hmm. well-being, then you have missed the boat. You are responsible for your own body, for your own life, and for your children. Now, that's the first thing that you focus in on and stop um, believing the agencies that have had a history of human experimentation. This goes all the way back to the Tuskegee experiments at the right. Public Health Service. That was the old name for the CDC and, and Big Pharma's history. I mean, I've got videos I just put out with Clinton, uh, Bill Clinton, apologizing to the public for human experimentation back in 1995. They have continuously experimented on humans all throughout history. So yeah. first thing is remember that you are a sovereign being and you need to take care of yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. And if you rely on somebody else to take care of you, then you know, you deserve what you're going to get because that's literally what it comes down to. The second thing is understanding that this is a great, great time to be alive mm-hmm. because there is a new reset happening, but the new reset is the elimination of the old and, and the coming in of the new. They, it's not what they think. They're trying to, they have a different agenda. Mm-hmm. But now this is an opportunity for us that are awake to understand that we have the ability to create the world that we want and to move forward in that light. And if anybody wants to learn more about that, Kate, if I can give mm-hmm. them a website they Please. can go to and they can learn about that, I'd appreciate that. Please. Uh, it's TAP. It's an organization I call uh, TAP into Reality. TAP stands for Transforming Abundance Potential into Reality. They can go into TAP in, uh, tap in and then the number two, Reality, and they can learn more about that. That's the second thing. And then the last thing I would tell people is that follow logic. Don't yeah. sit there and try to read things that you don't understand or that they're counting and you're not understanding, follow logic. Because you don't have to be a sophisticated, scientific-oriented individual with a PhD or a doctorate to understand that there's a sophisticated virus that you have to wear a mask when you walk into a restaurant. And then when you sit down, you can magically take it off and you don't have to worry about anything. That defies logic. Nothing. There's nothing that's that sophisticated out there. Start using the brain. When a third grader looks at you and says it doesn't make sense, Uh you know, then then you realize it's it's common sense. So if it doesn't make sense, if it doesn't smell, pass the smell test, then you know it's Thank you, Dr. Dr. Rashid Batar. Thank you so much. Be faithful, be fearless. See you Monday, everybody. And, uh, well, I'll see you Monday. What can I say?